I'm back from the shops. Oh, goodness. Did you manage to find anything? I mean, it felt like fucking foraging at one point, I will be honest. Yeah, all the panic buyers been clearing everything out. They got a lot of bananas. Yeah. Mm, that's about it. That's about it? Yeah. Oh, then what are we going to make for dinner, then? Well... What have we got in the cupboards? Yeah, I mean, this is all... Uh, are we going to have to scrape the, scrape the ends of it? Yeah, we don't we do not do a big month shop, so this is kind of a pain in the arse right now. Yeah. Yeah, so let's see, I've got um, oh, some things we've watched. I mean, those are nice, those yeah, are nice. Yeah, um, okay, how about I do them with some stuff we've listened to? Oh, you could fry them up real nice. Yeah, and uh, like, maybe just sprinkle some just things we've played over the top. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I'm thinking maybe uh, some silly voices. Yeah. Skits, and maybe a social justice issue discussed in a silly voice. Yeah. Also <laughs> some soy chunks, because there's always soy always chunks. Always soy chunks, and uh, like yeah. abundant garlic. Oh, right? I think with that, you could make a real good Queer and Pleasant Strangers. Ah. Greetings, strangers, queer and pleasant. I'm not Laura Kate Dale. And I'm not Jane Eris Magnet. And welcome to another episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers, that podcast where two queer trans ladies are locked in a building together anyway. We might as well podcast doing talking about our weeks. <laughs> and, uh, not that this isn't the usual time we do it. <laughs> no, I know, I'm being silly. <laughs> but we, we do skits and silly voices and we catch up on our weeks and what we've been mm-hmm. doing. How are you doing this week? I'm preparing to start working from home. Yeah, is the, is the lockdown encroaching on you? Uh, I mean, I thought it might happen today, so it could, yeah. be, could be tomorrow. I'm, I'm desperately trying to finish getting through Persona 5 Royale uh, ahead of when you're going to need the living room to be an office. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to scooch myself out the out of the other room we have to work from. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it'd be difficult to set up in the bedroom, I fear. Perhaps, perhaps, particularly with like multiple monitors and things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yes. it's. We're, I think we're doing as well as as can be done right now. Yeah, I mean, people are doing some. People are doing a lot worse than us. Yeah, I think the the worst we've got right now is. Oh, we were looking forward to a thing on Saturday, and we probably shouldn't. It probably shouldn't happen, should it? Because it would be a social gathering, and that would be a bad idea during this time of social isolation. Yeah, and the fact that like lots of things are being cancelled, and it is yeah, like as I say, we don't do big big shops. We do just no. little shops. Honestly, that's the big one. Is we we purchase things like a Every couple of times. Day. Yeah, like a couple of times a week, we'll just pop in the shop and grab what we're gonna need for the next few days. We don't do big no big shop no because we don't have big vehicle to put big shop in. No. Or big money. No, we have we have a little bit here and there money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, shall we talk about the things that we have been doing to keep ourselves entertained in the world of, oh no, we have to live inside a house for a bit? Yeah, yeah. So what have you been playing? Uh, so I'll talk about the one I've been playing for work all this week. Mm. So um, by, by the time that this goes up, uh, my coverage of Persona 5 Royale should be up on... Uh, up on Polygon. Uh, so brave to go anywhere near that again. Yeah, you, yeah. Well, I have spent the last hundred plus hours going back through Persona Five. Uh, it's a it's a new version. There's some new content at the end. If you own the original one, no, you no, of course you can't buy the new content as DLC. Buy the whole game again, please. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So how? Mm, okay, where to <laughs> where to start on this? Okay, should, big question. Okay, uh, are there any big graphical upgrades? Uh, no, it's largely the same game. There's a couple of like character portraits and things that have been changed, but it largely looks the same kind of stylish looking game it always did. How is the music? Uh, remains fantastic. It is much the same fantastic soundtrack it was before. How is the controls? Uh, once again, it still controls about the same. Most of most of the core of this game, like most of the first hundred hours, completely fucking unchanged. What is the most noticeable change in the game? Um, hmm. Uh... So, in the first hundred hours, if you've played it before, uh, for, if you've never played it, it's a game about a bunch of kids that realise they can go into people's brains and go, hey, we can make you feel guilty about the crimes you've done. Um, it's kind of like Death Note, if rather than the teenager being like, I can murder criminals to stop crime, it's, what if we could just make criminals feel really bad about what they've done to stop crime around the world? Um, and it's sort of big, stylish JRPG. Um... There's a couple of new characters who've been dropped throughout the story, and some of them feel better integrated than others. Mm -hmm. There is a girl who I think most people who are interested in this game will know. There's a new party member that is playable, and she just gets dropped into a bunch of scenes, like, completely forced in. Um, she doesn't have the ten social link levels that everyone else does. She only has five, and she just keeps popping up in scenes from the beginning of the game, like... Oh, hello, main character. Um, I I was trying to offer my seat on the train to an old lady and someone took the seat. Can you help me? Okay, goodbye. And then she'll come back later. And She just keeps popping up in scenes. Like, she doesn't feel integrated into the plot very okay. well. Um, better integrated is the new... Um, there is a counsellor at the school, like a therapist. Uh, basically because some fucked up shit happens at that school, and the school's like, we don't want to get in trouble, we want to be seen like we're doing something. Here's a mental health professional you can come talk to. Hmm. Um, and there, there largely is an optional person to go and see, and, um, I say optional, I'll get to that in a second. Um, they're, they're largely optional, and by going to them you get insight on how your characters are feeling, and that's... Honestly, some really nice extra little bits of, like, here's a chance for your characters to stop and just vent about the emotional toll of trying to save the world as a school kid. Well, not directly talking about it, talking about the, you know, emotions they're going through. Ooh. Feels very familiar to, like, current Steven Universe in the, like, yeah, these are kids, they probably shouldn't be dealing with this shit. Yeah. Uh, I say optional. The game never forces you to have, uh, to go and interact with this character, but... Go get their social link up before you finish the the regular end of the game. I will say no more about why, but do it. Just trust me on that. Do um, it. It, mm, it. If you want to see the new content in this game, I would recommend it. I'll say that. Mm. Um, but uh, there's a there's a kid who shows up in this like randomized dungeon who is now a there's a separate shop you can go to with that character. There's a few days throughout the game where, like, different scenes will happen that didn't previously happen. Um, honestly, the first the, the first two semesters, the first hundred hours, the, the stuff that was in the original Persona 5, pretty much the exact same, honestly. If you liked Persona 5, it's Persona 5. If you... <laughs> If you if you wanted to play Persona Five and you're lo looking for which is the better version now, Royale is better. It has more stuff in it, but you're gonna have to play like a hundred hours of game you've already played to really get into the new stuff, and that's gonna be a barrier for people. 
Um, the new content, there is a new semester at the end of the, the story, and I don't want to give too much away, but I will say don't expect a st standard continuation of I got this far and here's all the characters and these are our, uh, what's going on with us. That's just going to keep going for another semester. Something very different happens and, like, it feels like something that would have been a DLC in any other game. It doesn't feel like the game just keeps going past it would have otherwise gone. Hmm. Um, I mean, I, I need a day or so to finish going through that. I can't give my finished opinions on it still. Um, I probably will have finished it by the time you listen to this, but... Time. Um, yeah, time's weird. Um, uh, largely, um, largely I like the idea they go for with the, the bonus semester. Um, I don't like that it's, if you don't go and do a very specific thing, you can totally just not get that content. And that's going to be real fucking annoying if you put a hundred hours into playing this and just miss it. Um... So that's that's weird, and I I that's why I say just go go fucking talk to the council and rank up their social link. Just do that. Um, yeah. The the only other thing I really wanted to talk about, I want to be more specific about, is there's been a lot of talk in the run up to this game's release about oh they're finally fixing the homophobic scenes in the game. Uh, there's a couple of notorious scenes in that game that just. Um, there's one in particular in which two uh, gay men approach a 17-year-old boy in the streets and basically start hitting on him even though they know he's under the age of consent and then drag him off and it's kind of like the punchline is ha 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 gay, gay men are predators on children and that's not, not good. So I was kind of excited when I heard, oh, Atlas are aware of the fact that's a shitty scene and their localising team are going to fix that in Royale, and... <sighs> it's arguably worse now. It's a different problem. They fixed one thing and put a whole new problem in. So I think they should have just cut that scene. It added nothing. They did not need that pair of characters in there. They add nothing to the plot. Um, so instead of showing up and just starting to hit on this underage character... They now introduce themselves, they introduce themselves by name, they're quite friendly, they're they're very pleasant. Um, long story short, you and two of your characters in your party have just been into a place that is a, a, drag, a drag bar, and they've seen you come out, and they think that one of your party members, oh no, you, it's okay that you're shy about the fact you're in a drag bar, don't worry, we will drag you off without your consent to go show you dresses in masculine sizes that you can try on you'll they're be chancing the kids i mean it's they're drag they're drag they're clearly gay people into drag not trans but like it has real we're transing the kids vibes yeah i mean as soon as you said it to me i was like so they've changed it from really homophobic to they're transing the kids yeah and here's the thing persona like here's I'm going to get into a whole thing here. Persona 5 in general is really shitty with um, not respecting the fact that uh, adults should not be in relationships with kids. There are two adults who you can build up social links with, uh, two adult women who your male character can build up social links with, and you have an option to turn those into romantic relationships at the end of the social links. And that is not okay because they are adults and you are a child. And often there is a weird power disparity there in particular, like... One of them is your teacher. That should not be a thing. Um, 
And the whole these gay men hitting on the kid thing always felt like a weird extension of that. Um, uh, don't get your hopes up for this fixing all of the problems with Persona 5 that, like... I, I love Persona 5, but, like, I love it with the big fucking caveats of there's some real shitty content in this that I do not stand behind and I do not support, and I was... I was so hopeful when they were like, no, 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 we understand, we understand. The the whole gay people dragging a kid off uh, against his will thing is a problem. We, we, we're we going to fix it. We're going to fix... No, you just fucking put a new problem in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that's a whole thing. Um, like, if, if your problem was simply predatory gay men, that problem's not there now, I guess. And you also mentioned the thing about some things not being open on the days they usually would be. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is more of a, a factor of the fact that, like, I've played this game more than once and I've done it with... with I, I, I've i tried min-maxing this game to try and hit all my social links previously. And uh, if, if you really know how, like, the months in this game work and what you're going to do on what days, you will get thrown a couple of times. Because now that they've introduced these two new characters who at some points will just insert themselves in, like, nope, you're doing a thing with me today. Um, you will have some opportunities of, like, if you know, like, okay, when I get to this day, this is what I do on this day. Oh, no, I have to go socialise with the new party member who's not going to be my party member for tens of hours because she's decided we're having a conversation now. There's, there's just a couple of things where, like, I've occasionally felt like I'm on the back foot, like I'm... I'm behind on where I want to be on my social links and my stat building, mm. just because I I've I've not known that the game's like no we're gonna put we're gonna do this today because like largely you can do exactly the same things on the same days as you would otherwise. There's little changes like the um the diner in Shibuya opens later in the year than it did in the original game. There's some like it, it's just small tweaks where it's like. It's, it, you're not going to be able to perfectly one-for-one one recreate the layout of days you did previously. Hmm. Like, it's not a major thing, it's just, it's going to throw you if you know this game well. But, um, hmm. I mean, it's still a, it's still a mechanically and visually stunning, really deep JRPG that, like, if you like the mix of dungeon-crawling, turn-based combat, and social, how do I want to divvy my time up, it's a really good game for that, but like it's it's buried its new content real deep and it doesn't properly explain to you what you need to do to get that new content at the end of the game and just generally I I wish that mm, I I wish that their whole we're gonna fix the shitty content in this had had meant more than it ended up meaning. <laughs> but that's what I've dedicated the last two weeks of my life to powering through. Yeah, you have. I've not fucking stopped playing that game. No, you haven't. That's that's what happens when you accept a, a hundred hour RPG for work. Woo! <laughs> it's fine. I'm not alone in like in it taking me a while. They pushed back the embargo, and even at the pushed back embargo, I think Game Informer for example were like, hey, we're, we're like 75 hours into this. We're going to need some time. We're not going to be ready yet. Mm. It's a long fucking game. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long game to try and go, I'm going to get through this on a deadline. Yeah, especially if they're like, we don't want it leaking or anything. Yeah. Just... Mm. Oh, goodness. 
So what about you? What have you been playing this week? I've been week? playing a bit more Divinity Original Sin 2. Yeah? And until, I would say, about this morning, I was like, I'm not sure I'm feeling it. Yeah, last night or this morning you were saying, like, I'm really not... It was last night when we brushed our teeth, you were yes. really not digging it. I was like, you know what, I just... It feels less like an RPG and more like a series of over wordy puzzles. Mm. Like, you have to go and explore the world fully. It's like, but, okay, so I've got this and this and this, and all of these things seem to be leading me towards versions of an outcome. Yes. Like, on the ship, I felt okay between, hey, do you want to go back and get the people from downstairs that you've just been struggling to get up from yeah and if you thought about it earlier on rather than just doing what the, the when the game was like run and you were like okay <laughs> i'm running <laughs> hey do you want to go back in there and get them all it's like but you've just told me to run I've, you've, you've just sort of blown all of the sort of emotional character drive i had <laughs> it's like Oh shit! Do I gamify this? Do I do I go back and re- rescue them? I'm enjoying the tentacles very much, but what do I what do I do? And then I sort of got to the um, island, having not attempted to save anyone, and it was like, ah, left us all to die, did you, fucker? <laughs> like no one seems that pissed off, but they're all like, left them to die. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then like I. I'd spent sort of a lot of time going. I don't. Do I want to engage with the this aspect? Am I? Oh, what's what's going on here exactly? Um, I've I've finally got to a point where I've sort of gone. Okay, I'm just gonna do something and hope I find the conclusion. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. So I seem to have. I've gone from going. I've got no idea what to do next, and I'm a bit afraid to go through this one door because that feels potentially very final to, yeah eh, i'm just gonna quick save you've, yeah you've you've gone like you've gone from being paralyzed by indecision to just like i'm gonna save and just commit to something but it, Try fe- something. it feels like with the just the abundance of quick saving that you can do in that game to just go no that didn't go quite exactly how i want it like i had the same fight about six times last night yeah and See- i was like this, this is why I prefer something like Disco Elysium in that, like, at least with Disco Elysium, if I fucked something up, like, it usually gave me good rewarding content for doing yeah. so. Like, it was like, okay, I'm going to commit to that fuck up because it was hilarious. Yeah. This feels more like, oh, the fight RNG'd you badly. It, it, or you it, accidentally triggered a fight. It's like seconds before you were ready for it. It feels like third edition D&D doing challenge dungeons. Where there's a whole amount that's down to luck and it's just keep bashing at it and hope that you do it right and yeah. it's punishing as hell. Yeah, um, I, I, it's kind of making me wish for something like um, Kingdoms, of, Kingdoms, of, Kingdoms of Amalur. Kingdoms of Amalur. I don't know why I couldn't get that off my face, but there it is. <laughs> um, yeah, like maybe like an ARPG. Yeah. Like, because I remember getting into that game and being like, there is so much stuff to do and I don't have to do all of it. I can just go, no, my character wouldn't do yeah. that. I have to say, um, with this it feels like, there is a checklist, I have to do all of the things. Well, I maybe put this down and go back to Kingdoms of Amalur. I might do. If only the widescreen worked properly on the PC edition. No, uh, that's a shame. Yeah. I mean, there is a, there is a, a, a hack for it, but... Uh. 
Yeah. Eh. yeah. I feel like console's got the better option there. But yeah, yeah like this morning I was like, I've, I've seen sort of some further bits from things, I think, and I, uh, I, I've previously encountered like some of the, the sort of puzzle pieces I had. I mean, there's still loads of other puzzles, like there's a person I could free from prison, and I feel like I should do that to try and be a slightly good person after being guilted by everyone on the ship. But, like, I don't particularly like my team, but I'm a bit afraid to change them out for other people on the island, because, yeah. eh, I've only got one really, like, melee weapon type person. So I can't really trade them out. And they're the only ones that I'd easily be like, yeah, I want to get rid of you. And yeah. it's like, my character, I wanted my character to be sort of sort of a battle mage, necromancer type. Yeah. I thought that would be really cool. But, like, and you start the game with no magic anyway, because <laughs> you're, like, collared. It's like, ah, I feel like all the fun is being denied me. Yeah. Yeah. It's a anyway. it's a very specific game to get into. It's so charming in some ways. Like yeah. talking to the animals is just the best thing in the so world. Many, there's so many parts of that game that I want to love, and so many parts where I'm like, I feel like I'm fighting the game to have a good time. Yeah, like I want to talk to all the animals. I want to, you know, have I want further conversation. Talk to the animals. Yeah, I want to chat to that <laughs> crab down on the beach because they were really funny. <laughs> Like, I had, like... Was that the one where they were like, I'm a powerful wizard? Something like that, yeah. Um, yeah, like, and and Buddy the dog, I I finally found Emmy. It's like, mm-hmm. yay! And I've sort of... So it feels like at the moment I've got about two possible ways out of prison mm. that I could take. But the fact that they were like, hey, we're going to set up, like, nine different options for getting out of here. You can mm-hmm. do this and this and this and this, and one of those at least just turned out to be a dead heron. But the rest, maybe? A resounding maybe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? I have played so much Roller Champions this week. <laughs> That's the other thing I've been playing. I've been spending my daytimes with Persona 5 Royale, and then every night being like, I need new, I need new clothes for my character. I'm going to look so trendy. I think I look pretty trendy in that game now. I've got my cool uh, asymmetrical haircut. You look very gay. And I yeah. Know I'm so here for that. So, Roller Champions. I think I briefly mentioned it last week. It's currently in a closed alpha. It is that roller skating uh, video game that's kind of roller derby. It's the Rocket League of roller derby. It's not quite the real world sport exactly. It's got a ball rather than a player being the, the uh, jammer. But it's a contact sport on skates where you score points and then try and like catch them out before the other team stops your point scoring run. I am getting really into that game. Um, you? Yeah, me. So I did the thing that I did with the E3 demo of that game where I've started getting really into playing it with teams of three who I'm talking to on Skype and can communicate with. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a session about three, three and a half hours last night where I played with um, Connie Dono and Kelladry Jane. Um and we did really well. We were winning probably about 90% of our matches. Uh, the matches we didn't win, we were like, we felt like we'd done really well in them still. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were communicating really well. I never get like this about online games or sports games. And I found the one where I'm like, I will totally jump on Skype with other people I know and be like, okay, we're, we're squatting up. Here's our roles on the team. We're going to do it. We're going to be great. Ah, uh, I... 
I like some of the changes they've made in patches during the week. Um, uh, during the start of this alpha, there was a lot of people who were snaking up and down the sides, like, basically just going up and down the walls repeatedly to make themselves, like, impossible to hit, and that that has been sort of nerfed. Uh, they've tweaked stuff like the distance that you can tackle people at and things like that. It The game is feeling better than it did at the start of its alpha already. Um, all of the in-game customization has started to give all the cool, very gay outfits. Um, they had shaved sides pink hair and Yay! shaved sides green hair, but it's, no it's, blue it's, yet. It's, it's... No blue. They're where's, making you. They're making you wait. Where's my blue? Um, You're here. You're no. Here. Um, honestly, the main thing I keep thinking about is I love. I love the cool gameplay loop of this. I think that the seven-minute match length is perfect for. Ooh, just one more go. Mm. Um, I can totally see how the monetization of in-game uh, cosmetics is gonna be a big thing. Yeah. It's. I. I can. I can feel it already. <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know. I reckon as long as the, the gameplay stays as good as it is, I wouldn't care a huge yeah. amount. Well, here's the thing. like, uh, The most expensive in-game item I've seen in that store was 27,000 coins. Um, and I currently have like 30,000 sat around. Like, right now, if they put another very expensive... Like, the most expensive item they've ever put in the game in, I could probably still afford it with stuff I earned from... Mm. A night of winning with friends for like three hours. Mm. It's it's not like the in-game currency is impossibly hard to, to earn. I think like four or five wins you could probably earn like a new set of skates or something. It's it's not like you have to win a ludicrous number of times to be mm. like, here's a new thing. And even if you're losing matches, you still earn about half of the coins for a loss. So it just takes it takes about twice as many to lose your way to a new item, but like, you can totally lose your way to a new item. I have lost my way to many items. Yeah. Oh, that demo is only going to be up for, like, another five days. I am so ready to finish the big review I'm on right now so that I can just play a few days of Roller Champions. I'm going to play a few re days of Roller Champions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to play with you. I'm excited. Assuming you don't need your hardcore team of bringers. <laughs> <laughs> well, if if the hardcore team are there, I might have to go. Hey, the, the squad's here. It's okay. But if okay. if if there is an open space, it is always it's, yours. Who <laughs> will play with the squad? Also, hi, Kelly and Connor. Hi, Connor. Funny. <laughs> um, yeah. I really like that game, and I want the Switch port like right now, so that I can be watching like Deep Space Nine in the living room <laughs> and playing Roller Derby, because like that will be my. It's stopped me shiny hunting for a while. I've not, my, I've not been shiny hunting. My God, I know this is the new thing that is taking up my small increments of time. Wow. Yeah. You I don't know how long that will be a thing, but I have, I have, I have, I've got like a hundred shiny Pokemon left to get in Sword and Shield, and I have just kind of stopped for a bit. Wow. Yeah. What about you? What have you been playing this week? Uh, we played some things together. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, we played a wingspan. Oh, yes, that... Burbs. Uh, fun fact, that's coming to Switch. Uh, it got announced in that Nintendo Indie Direct today. Oh. Yeah, a, a video game -y version, but it's got the cards from the card game and the egg resources, and huh. it looks like a digital version of the card game, maybe? I saw it in the the trailer and was like, I know what that is. I played that. Huh? Yeah. What? Well, tell everyone about Wingspan. Um, you are looking after birds. Yeah, I guess you're like, like a bird keeper, or or ornithologicalist. 
ornithologist, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and you're sort of looking after the burbs and making sure that they have habitats and enough food yeah. and attracting new burbs. Yeah. And then, like, drawing cards and that, getting them to lay eggs yeah, and the, feeding them. The birds have abilities that are tied into their real world, what the bird is like. And their wingspans. Yeah. And, yeah, it's like things like, this bird is a hunter and it hunts other birds. So this, this one's special ability is if it you... Draw a thing and it's got under a 74 um, centimetre wingspan. You can swoop in and you can get swoop it. swoop in and tuck it behind this card, and then you have that card. Yeah, it's mm. it feels a lot like. Uh, it, there's a lot of resource gathering, who can complete the objectives and collect the most points kind of game mechanics. Carcassonne, I think, is. Is Carcassonne one of those? I can't remember which one Carcassonne is. is that, that's the one with the tile laying and. Uh, uh, like laying people down in fields and making cities and things, isn't it? Uh, possibly. I, that, I think that might be that. Was the one we played with your mum? Uh, that's Catan. No, 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 no. We never played Catan with your mum. No, have we not played Catan with my mum? No. no. We talked about it. It never happened. Oh, uh, okay. Well, uh, it's the, the, it's one of those games where it's like you know up front on this round this is going to be worth points. On this round this is worth points. This is worth points at the end of the game. The more. Uh, the more expensive your birds are, the more eggs you have left, the more mm-hmm. food you've got left. Or yeah. it's one of those kind of games. It's a lot of resource management. Yeah, the but art. Fun. The art is lovely. The art is lovely. The the idea that like there's little facts about your bird. Yeah. Um, like they're, they're, they're like the skills are based on real life things yeah. about the bird. There's my owl that just kept stealing everyone's rats. So everyone just stopped getting anything that needed rats. <laughs> Just uh, like, well, fuck this I shit. decimated the rat population. You did. Uh, you over-farmed, drastically over-farmed the rats. Yeah. There's this, uh, there's a dice-rolling uh, tower that's shaped like a bird feeder. Yeah. Oh, the whole thing's so adorable. It's really adorable. It's like, it's it's quite a difficult teach. Yeah. Like, it's it's a good half-hour teach, but, like, the game itself is really good. Once, and, once you... and once you get the hang yeah. of, like, a loop... It's a pretty easy game once you get that loop. Yeah. It just takes a... It, it's that problem that several of these games have, which is there's like eight different win conditions you need to be thinking about. And for your first couple of turns, you're going to have no idea what you should be focusing on. I stopped really focusing on on stuff a lot. Yeah. I was like, I'm being tied into this too much, so I'm just going to get on with building... A lot, as much yeah. as possible, and if I can get good combos and work out... I hatched way, a bajillion eggs. You hatched so many eggs. Yeah, I won by just overpopulating. I was like, there's eggs for days. Eggs for days! <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but we weren't far behind you, can't yeah. we? It was a pretty close game for everyone. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice game. It's it a well-made one as well. Yeah. Have you played anything else? Uh, what else have I played? We played the second campaign of the Arkham Horror Living Card Game. We did. Yes, uh, uh, the second section of the campaign involved a lot more locations than the first. Yeah, we had eight whole locations. Uh, we had to track down six cultists. Yep, we found two. Of, well, we, mm, we, we encountered three or four of them. We encountered four of them. We only dealt with two of them. Yes. Uh, two of the six. And apparently next week is like, count how many of them you dealt with. And it's like, oh no, we're going to get real penalised for those four that we didn't deal with, aren't we? Mm-hmm. So I feel... I feel like the mistakes we've made are starting to ramp up and we're going to have a bad week next week. Are they mistakes? Like, I don't know if it was a mistake to burn the house down or not. I don't know. I'm unsure. Mm -hmm. We will find out. 
Yeah. The con- our actions will have consequences. So many consequences. Um, I think we got into a better rhythm of who was doing what on the on the board, and mm. we, our, our tweaks to our decks were working quite well. I think so. Um, I I'm really into this. I'm I'm very ready for for next week when yeah. we play another campaign. And then I'm kind of curious to see what the other characters are like. Oh yeah, the week after after that, I'm totally up for switch characters and start from the beginning again and make oh. some different choices. Yeah. See how that go. See how that go. <laughs> like, yeah, because there's like, I think there's like three other classes that we haven't encountered yet. Yeah. So that would be an interesting way to look at things potentially indeed yeah so um yeah i've I've really enjoyed arkham horror so far i will certainly get around to that print and play at some point yeah yeah i'm I'm enjoying it i like i like the idea that there's ways of adding more to it i would be interesting to see if there's anything you can like homebrew out of the box yeah um sort of like yeah reuse your assets but in slightly different ways i'd be curious about that too and there's also a decent amount of replayability because like there's of the locations that we had there were two we didn't include there were two that could have been that have like duplicate cards with slightly different text on them and then there's a couple of locations we just didn't have time to go to Mm. so like there's definitely things we haven't seen yeah and in the last encounter because i put the decks together after each game we play yeah um i put together the stuff for the last uh, encounter it's like there are four basically boss factions pick one based on its icon i was like okay i'll pick that one so i don't know what happens (laughs) but something happens oh it's gonna be a heck of a week next yeah. week. <laughs> I'm very hype. Uh, you played anything else? Uh, I think that's it for me. Have you played anything else? We did play one other thing. We played <gasps> Star play? Realms Frontiers. Oh yes, we've played the two-player Star Realms. We before. played Star Realms. It is a card game where you deck build and you try and destroy the other person's ships and mm-hmm. get rid of their reputation. Yes. Uh, and this is a four-player version. Yeah. It's. It's literally just that. It's the exact same thing, but with more cards, so four players can do it. And I think you get more, like, life? I believe so, yeah. Uh, I think because everyone was sort of playing quite fairly, I guess, no (sighs) one was getting ganged up on, because it was like, if someone gets forced out of this game, they're just going to be sat here waiting for everyone else to finish. This is kind of the problem. I feel like this game works better as a two-person game, because if you manage to defeat the other person, it's like, okay, we finished the game, that was fun. Whereas in this... There were multiple times where it's like, the smartest thing I could do is take that player out now, but it's like, they're going to be sat around for like 20 minutes while we finish up. And yeah, and so that's not fair. Yeah, so we kept spreading our damage out to be like, I am, if I have like 30 damage to deal, I'm going to be in the lead and I'm going to spread the damage out to the rest of you and even you out. So you're all below me and I'm up yeah. here. Yeah, ultimately it really did start to feel like, because that's the way we were playing... Like, no one ever really got an, a proper upper hand at all, and it, it did come down to who was going to get the best cards out of yeah. the hand who is, at the last minute. Who is going to be the person who goes, I think I've got enough cards now to wipe all three of the remaining people yeah. without them coming back against me. Yeah. But I, I, I feel like it works better as a two-person game, but I'm glad the mechanics are there that you can do four people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is everything we've played. Well then, time for this. Introducing the latest video game that everyone's learning to play. Are you a Twitch streamer? Yeah. Do you want to stream our game? Yeah. It's bloody good. 
Check out Pro Sleepers. You can be a pro sleeper. Be good at sleeping, napping. Do it all really well. You can unlock new beds and bedding and like pillows and shit. It'll be wicked. And you can get everyone playing. And yeah, how about people just like grinding out to get the best and most fancy bed clothes? I got the tie-dye bed sheets finally. I got the one with the hearts on. Yeah. Yeah. Hello there. And welcome to... Our very special ASMR show. So, let's just take some time to think about what makes us happy. You make me very happy just by being here. I super appreciate that about you. The world is very difficult and trying, especially at the moment. But what we really want to do is let you know that you are a good person. You're really wonderful. Absolutely tops. Is that something new you've done with your hair? It looks really great. Really suits you. Brings out your eyes. I super appreciate. And I very much enjoy you. I hope that this makes you feel really calm and relaxed because you deserve to feel really good and calm and relaxed. Ah. So, <gasps> what have you put in your eyes? Uh, well, I have been watching Digital Foundry's coverage of the Xbox Series X, that new Xbox console. Um, so a lot of it was, here's a bunch of nonsense about, um, about specs that I do not understand, and here's a fancy-looking box. What I did understand is, apparently, games from previous Xbox generations that you run on it will just, out of the box, uh, look better and have faster loading times. Which is which is a nice feature. Uh, lower latency on controllers, uh, and that includes your old controllers. You can use your old Xbox One controllers and firmware update them so that they will have lower latency times on the new console. Oh, that's going to need the whole new league of speedrunners. Yeah, indeed it is. <laughs> um, they demonstrated footage of like having four separate games um, suspended, so you could just, like, press the home button and hop into the other game, and it would be at its save state location within seconds, and you're just hopping back and forth between them. You could do a system update or restart the console, and your save states are still there and going. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I, I like that as tech. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it is undeniably cool tech. I don't know if I care enough about an, like, an Xbox for that to be a deal breaker, but I want that to be a feature on the next PlayStation, because it's a cool thing. Yeah. Um, and they showed off their solid state um, expandable memory. It looks like little memory cards, but like very, like apparently very heavy, chunky metal ones huh. that have just like a little tiny solid state drive in them. Huh. Yeah, it's quite a thing to look at. It's uh, weird to think that we go from like eight like one gig and what one meg and an eight meg like s memory cards to what, yeah what whatever the solid state memory card is now uh i'll see if i can find a picture of it because there have been pictures doing the doing the rounds yeah oh, that's a solid state 
um, like one terabyte solid state. Fucking hell. Yeah. Like, that's a solid state drive that you can run your game straight off of. I remember back in the early 2000s buying my first thumb drive and it was about 64 megabytes. Yeah. I dread to think how fucking expensive that's going to be, but like, that's a solid state drive as like a USB device looking thing. That's awesome. Yeah, like, I'm excited for where the fucking tech's going, but like, I dread to think how how horrendous the amount of money that will cost will be. I mean, there is that aspect. Yeah, but like, it was pretty cool watching them go like, Here's Senawat, and then I'm just gonna hit this button, and now we're in this game. Oh, we're back in. Oh, we're back in that game. Weird. Yeah. What about you? What you've been watching? Um, not a huge amount. It's not been a big watchy week, mm. really. I'll be honest. Uh, we've. I think we've just hit the beginning of season four of DS Nine. We. I think we just had the last episode of season three. Yeah. yeah. It's. It's all ramping up, huh? Mm. That season three finale was quite an episode. That was. That that really was many and, um, mystery, many intrigue, so many mystery, many, many questions. Indeed, I I really like the one we saw a couple of days ago. The one with um, Jadzia getting to meet all of the previous Dax hosts. It was nice to see all of the other actors getting a, a chance to sort of stretch yeah. themselves a bit. And it was nice to see like here are the things that make up this component person. Mm. It it was a I thought it was a really sweet episode in general. Yeah. Yeah. And I like all the th- I like all the nog episodes we've been having. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be brave and say it. The nog episodes have been good. Wait, I think they're just better written. Oh yeah, no, it's they're better written, and they've written nog into being less of a terrible character. They've yeah. written nog into someone with like aspirations and dreams who wants to be a better person, rather than just a I'm a shitbag teen. Yeah, look at that. girls. He's... Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Females. Females. Sorry, yes, females. Yeah, I don't think he has done the females in a while. No, not yeah. since that awful date. Yeah. I'm, I'm so happy Nog is, like, actually having some good content and on an arc. Yay. Hooray. And it was nice to see um, Rom standing up to Grok. Yeah. About that whole issue. The- the the Ferengi plots in general have gotten better. Yeah. They have become less one note. Let's make them a bit more social justice. Exactly. Here's here's the Ferengi episode where we're gonna talk about women's rights. Yeah. Yeah, that was there's, that was there's a... still a long way to go on that aspect. I mean, yeah, but like I they've laid the groundwork for that to be a discussion. Mm-hmm. That said, I know that one of the mm, one of the future episodes about Ferengi women's rights. Really not a good episode. It is uh, widely believed to be the worst Star Trek episode that has ever existed. Ah, man! Yeah, yeah, it's it's bad. <laughs> uh, well, anything else? Yeah, I'll watch that Nintendo, the Nindies. How are the Nindies? How are the Nindies doing? Well, Nintendo has a new favourite phrase, which is coming as a launch, uh, a console launch exclusive, summer 2020. Every fucking game they tried to talk about was a, a a console launch exclusive coming summer 2020. So these things already exist on PC? Uh, yes, but they won't be on other consoles till afterwards. Or they exist in other places. Like, uh, uh, let me have a look. There was a New list. Grounds. There was a list of what they showed off, and I want to pull the list up if I can, so I can talk about the interesting ones. The interesting ones. The interesting ones. Now that's my Switch. I want Switzer. 
They both start with TWI, and that makes it hard to jump to the right one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, the the one they ended on is probably a good one to talk about. Uh, you know, Enter the Gungeon. I'm aware of this. Uh, there is a side, like a side-on perspective uh, sequel called Exit the Gungeon. Well, I mean that makes sense. It's it's all set in like like elevators moving up, and you're inside on perspective, like little boss fights in elevators with okay. bullet hell encounters. It looks quite cool. Apparently, it was on Apple Arcade earlier this year, and it's finally gotten around to being somewhere you can play it with like controllers, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that was a surprise drop on Switch like today. Uh, Dicey Dungeons looks really cool. Uh, apparently, it's it's apparently free on PC right now because the creator, like a couple of days ago, was like, "Hey, everyone's got to be quarantined. You can have my games for free or pay what you want to keep you going through the quarantine." Oh. So it's gonna be on sale in April on Switch, but like you can get it free on PC now. Um, it's a sort of RPG adventure game where the characters are dice. Like, instead of a D&D game where it's like, here is my character, I roll dice to see how they do. It's like, I no. I roll my character. I roll my character, they will see how they do. So um, everybody's golf for D&D. Yeah, it's it's kind of... everybody's got, um, uh, golf story? Golf st- a little bit golf story. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of like, from what I can tell from the trailer, it's roll a bunch of dice, pick one, I'm going to apply this dice to my attack damage, I'm going to apply this one to my healing, I'm going to, like, assigning where your dice go. Huh. Uh, it seems an interesting idea. Um, it's not while there is randomization, you then get to pick how to spend the dice that you have randomly rolled. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like a cool idea. Um, there was a bunch of other stuff. Um, Pixel Junk Eden Two is a puzzle-y game where there's a lot of visuals and music that change as you play, and it looks really gorgeous and has a cool-looking soundtrack. And the Ooh. first De- first deck building, button deck deck building. Deck, deck build, deck build. Uh, oh, uh, f- Feria. Um, it, it's it's ripping off Hearts, Hearthstone's art style real hard. Um, and mm, they spent like too long in the trailer talking about, hey, if you pre-order, we'll give you this many loot box style Ooh. random card packs. And I'm like, I I mentioned that it existed in my Twitter thread, but I was like. The red flags are here that this is going to be exploitatively, uh, you know, money-hungry. I only have one room in my life for one exploitative money-hungry power game, uh, collectible card game, and that's Magic the Gathering. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, the No Man's Sky people, Hello Games, uh, their next game, The Last Campfire, there's finally some gameplay for it. It's a sort of uh, isometric puzzle exploration game with a really cute adorable little character who's real sad that like their friends are dead and they were trying to comfort a skeleton they saw and I had feelings. Oh no. Yeah they're trying to they're trying to like rescue everyone but like I had feelings watching this character get all sad and just like trying to pet a skeleton be like I'm sorry friend. Oh no. Uh... So the, the music they had for that trailer as well is kind of superb. Um the Good Life, which is Swery's game about repaying debt and then at night you turn into a cat or a dog and solve a murder, is coming to Switch sometime this year. Huh. Yeah. Has was, was a full version of that come out? I don't believe so. I think it's coming out this year still. I vaguely recall there was a demo at some point. There was a demo like late last year, I think. Um, Quantum League is a one versus one or two versus even two uh, shooter in which you play it in several rounds, and every time the round ends, your ghost data sticks with you in the next round. Uh, it's like a time-looping mechanic. 
So if your character like runs up and does some shooting and runs around, on the next loop you'll be like, I'm going to go a different way, but my last playthrough's character is still going to go that way and start shooting and trying to coordinate with yourself across multiple attempts. Huh. Yeah, it's a fascinating idea, but I would love to see how it works in execution. Yeah. Yeah, like, you could do one attempt where you're, like, deliberately setting down covering fire so on the next attempt it's like, well, I know that they they can't go that way, so I'll go over here. Huh. Yeah. Um. Oh, what's the... What is the, the one I'm looking for? Um... That, that game with the non-Euclidean geometry um, I've talked about before. Um, it was shown off in a state of play not long ago, and I need to find it on my list here. Do, do, do. Uh, Superliminal. Uh, that one where if you pick something off a table, uh, because your perspective has shifted, the size will change. Uh, that that kind of one. That's coming to Switch this summer, mm-hmm. so that'd be cool. Um, yeah, and Wingspan, as I said before, is coming this spring, apparently. How strong. Yeah, that's about it. That was the interesting ones. Um, yeah. What about you? You watched anything else? Uh, you watched a new episode of Picard? Yep, that continues to be really fucking going somewhere. I don't know how they're going to wrap this up. Is there going to be a season they, two? They have, like, two episodes to hopefully conclude this narrative. I don't know what the plan is. That's a lot of narrative to squeeze into two episodes. I mean, it sounds like they've got quite a lot of narrative to squeeze into whatever She-Ra next season is going to be. Oh, God, yeah. That season five is going to be the last She-Ra season, apparently. <laughs> I I mean, my biggest complaint with Voltron was that they made it run on too long, so I'm kind of happy they're finishing Voltron here, uh, they're finishing She-Ra here. Yeah, I don't want it to outstay its welcome, but yeah. the show is so good. I know, right? But it's fine, we've got Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts now. Do, and apparently they're doing a He-Ran series, so... Yeah, apparently so. Hopefully they'll do a good job with that as well. Yeah. Uh, did you watch anything else? Uh, not really. Not really uh, been a, a time of watchy thing. We did watch a couple more Steven Universe episodes. Yeah, uh, that whole episode about PTA PTSD, huh? Hey, hey, this child has been through some fucking trauma. It's funny, I was only saying that the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This The most recent pair of episodes I can basically sum up as um, relationships won't solve your problems and God, God, that kid's been through some trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, I that, that show also has only a couple of episodes left. I think it's two or four episodes left and <laughs> like... I want to see this child deal with their trauma because, oh, they're real fucked up right now. Like, the fact that his whole PTSD speech of here is all the things I've been with barely scratched season one of that show. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, oh. I feel like that show's going to be a very different watch on a rewatch. Mm-hmm. Going to be rewatching it like, oh no. You had adventures, but at what cost? Yeah, yeah. It's. It's gonna recontextualize the hell out of those early seasons. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Are you ready to watch it all again? I mean, I want to. Save. Uh, <laughs> I think that's it for me. Uh, well, then. time for this. Time for this. Laura, Laura, we've got a new sponsor. Who's our new sponsor? Well, do you like communicating with other people? I mean, I find that that a good thing to do. Well, thanks to all the social isolation, there are much more limited ways that you can stay communicating with people. Oh, oh, oh no. But don't worry, internet friends are real friends. Yeah, yeah. This week's sponsor is Skype. Oh, God, Skype. 
Yeah, you're not complaining about the fucking lag now, are you? I mean... No. There's not really much other choice if I want to see people, is there? There's Discord, but I'm not allowed to mention it. Sh- uh, uh, there's, there's nothing there's no other options. options. There's only Skype. There's Skype. It's, it's, it's the only way to communicate with your work team and your friends while you are stuck in the house. The only way is Skype, baby. I mean, you could just use a phone to call them. Oh, no, no, sorry, it's Skype. It's only Skype. There's only, there is only Skype now. So head on over to Skype <laughs> and get Skype. <laughs> Inside the boardroom of Electronic Actor Softworks. Hi, hi, hi. hi. Uh, so how's uh, how's uh, business been going around the office for you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. I'm, uh, you know, pretty pretty happy about all this self isolation going on. Well, I know that that means more time for more people to play more video games. Oh yeah, we have seen a real uptick in uh, people getting uh, the big games. So we've uh, come up with a, a little genius idea. You've got a you've got a solution. Okay, so yeah. like you know you're gonna. Uh, you know, put the games up early so people effectively can play them, or, you know, what you, what you doing? Well, we're gonna let people play the first hour of the game for an extra premium. Okay, okay. They get, they get to play that, their save will continue over. But, uh, then in a couple weeks we're gonna give them the second hour of the game for, Ooh. like, a whole Ooh. separate premium. We're really just cutting this up into shit. Basically, we're gonna see if we can just drag this out all summer long. Yeah, and just yeah. like here is an hour of content at a time. So I've I've got an idea. I've got yeah. an idea. So you know how usually when people aren't playing enough games, we we do <laughs> sales to you know get people to buy them because they're not buying enough. Yeah, of them. yeah, yeah, yeah. So now people finally have free time and they're at home. Yeah. What if we do an anti-sale? You finally have time to play that video game you've been meaning to pick up. It costs ten dollars more right now. And you can't go to the store and get a pre-owned copy, because they're all locked down. Ka-ching! Exactly, they have no option but to pay our inflated online store prices. That's amazing. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, you are a fucking genius. I know. So, <gasps> what have you put in your ears? Uh, um, I've, I've been listening to a lot of music on repeat this week. Um, mm-hmm. I've I've honestly been I've been there's a lot of audio I've been skipping this week because I'm just like I would normally keep up on I'm like I'm getting overwhelmed I've not been listening to any of my news podcasts I've skipped trends like these I'm like it's a bit much can't do it at the sec but uh, mm-hmm. instead I basically went back and re-listened to a bunch of old My Chemical Romance live shows yeah uh, I went through the Life on the Murder scene um. DVD's live show, uh, the Black Parade is Dead show in Mexico. Uh, I just went back and rewatched some old My Chemical Romance live shows because A, I needed something comforting and familiar while everything's very big and scary, and B, yeah, there's every chance I won't get to see them this summer, so I'm trying to like, I'm inoculating myself now, getting the me system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a big like, listens to stuff I know really well week because. I've I've been doing I think I've been doing really well for a while keeping all of the world news like not affecting me too much but mm. this week it got me I'm like mm, no he's too much I've I've been forced to read it rather than get it through podcasts I which mean, has meant it's come with a lot less humour <laughs> this is the thing it's 
the reading it has been what's done it for me. Yeah. I've had to not look at Twitter because, like, I'm, I am genuinely feeling really anxious at the moment. And it's not been good, so I've been doing lots of comfort listening. He's okay. I'm this bug. He's, the world is a bit overwhelming and there's a lot of uncertainty right now and lots of plans having to change mm-hmm. because of necessity. And I understand that, but also... Um, plans, though. I do you protect. I do an appreciate. But yes, it's been lots of... Listen to things I know inside and out. It's not been an mm-hmm. adventurous music week. What about you? Have you been listening to anything? Yes, I've been listening to the Mar- Magnus Archives I... and almost nothing else. Okay, I've been... Here's the thing. I've been listening to some of that. I've been waiting to finish this Persona 5 thing so that I can listen to it properly because I can't multitask it. Um, you can't multitask that show. No. How how are you getting on with that, huh? I'm just starting season three. Yeah? So you know I was not quite at the end of season one last week. And you were like, oh, I love that this show is like all in, uh, like not really connected to each other. Yeah. And, I was and... like, there isn't a huge meta-narrative. There is a huge fucking meta-narrative. Yes, you've hit the meta-narrative and that hasn't stopped you enjoying it. Because that's, last time you were like, I love that it's not a meta-narrative. Now you're like, I fucking love this meta-narrative. <laughs> oh my god, this meta-narrative. Ah! Yeah, I need to catch up to you. <laughs> Uh, it's um that's the mm. why, why why did you start listening on a week when I'm too busy to keep up with you because we don't often listen to podcasts at the same time I know but I want to catch up on this because <laughs> it's I, so good I know I want to be able to hear these things that you're <laughs> excited about <laughs> things like hearing just a single name drop at some point in an episode going, oh my god it's that thing oh my god it's this faction or it's that faction or this happening ah oh my god this about this person ah yeah, yeah. you're enjoying that podcast yeah huh? and having to, having to sort of carefully sort of block out Kida on, on, on Twitch uh, on oh, Twitter, Twitter. Because, yeah. because of like making references to, to things yeah that are perhaps relevant even now I, I will say this much that is a podcast that is recorded in the UK, and they do live shows in the UK semi-regularly. I've only just got to the bit of the series where they're talking about, like, we're going to do live shows. I know Kida has has seen them do live shows and Q&As more than once, so when you get up to speed, I'll be like, Kida, loop us in. What's, what's the shit? Where should we be going? <laughs> Tell us all the things. Come with yeah. us. I mean, I would be up for a group outing to, to, to go do that. I need to catch group up. Group outing? Yeah. In this climate. Okay. I, yeah, okay, yeah. A group outing as and when those are allowed again. It's nice to have something to look forward to. Maybe yeah. in 18 months. Have, uh, the looking forward to being allowed to be in groups again. Yeah. 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 <sighs> Other than that, I've been listening to Animal Crossing music. That, that same plug-in that's just like... Here's Animal Crossing music by time of day. Friday can't come soon enough. I fucking need that game in my life. To I need I need a. I thought you meant the particular music for a Friday, but I'm guessing you mean the launch of the game. Sorry, sorry. Yes, <laughs> I've been listening to Animal Crossing. I need Animal Crossing as a game to release already, which happens on Friday because that that is a world in which I have control and and can control my surroundings and everything is good and I need that right now. I need a I need a controllable, predictable world. Ah, for me that world is surviving Mars. Yeah. And even then, you know, dust storms, well, things this, breaking down, this is the, everyone running out of food. This is the thing. There's nothing that stressful in Animal Crossing. You have a loan that there's zero ever zero pressure to repay, and the worst that's going to happen is some weeds start growing that you got to pull up. 
Oh, I need Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing needs you too. Uh-huh. It's been a long it's been a long week. It's probably not how I've been putting in these long hours on RPGs. Yeah. He's, he's, he's okay, but I have you. He's okay. I will do your protect. Mm-hmm. But yes, Animal Crossing music has been my, my crutch. It's like, take me away to a distant island. Are you looking for a crutch? I was looking for Animal Crossing music coming out of your fanny. <laughs> oh, my oh, crutch. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm funny. You are funny. Yeah. Have you listened to anything else this week? There is only the Magnus Archives. Okay, well, in that case, time for this. Time for this. <laughs> are you an extrovert who's not used to being at home away from your friends for long stretches of time yeah like i really want to get out and just do some things you know gather gather all my buddies up and my chums and we'll go out and we'll do a thing but i'm just stuck at home right now well fear not because during this period of self-isolation Take some tips from the introverts. The introverts? But aren't they the people that are no fun at parties, but we keep inviting anyway, because they're lovely people, really. Well, we may be those people, but we have lots of practice at having friendships at a distance. At a distance? That's not real friendship, right? Oh, don't you worry. Let us tell you about introverted friendship at a distance techniques. (gasps) So... Rather than going to the cinema to see a film with your friends, why not watch film the same film at home in multiple homes over Skype? Have a Skype date. I mean, that's basically the same thing if I sit real close to my huge TV. Exactly. Do you have time at home that you wish was being filled by the background chatter of office workers? Always. Try podcasts. They're like friends that you can play whenever. Cool. So they're always available whenever I just want to just hang out with them? Exactly. Do you want to have some friends while you're having a bath? Put on a podcast. Wow, I mean, that sounds a bit familiar. But not too familiar. Try our long-distance friendship techniques for your extroverted self-isolation. I could get into this introverted thing. Hello, yes, yes, We've come to give a donation. Yes, we've heard that everyone's been socially isolated at the moment, yes. but we thought we would help out by giving some necessities back to the community. Absolutely, I've heard, I've seen the scenes of down in our local Asda. It's terrible in there, there's nothing on the shelves, there are been panic buying. They've all been panic buying, dear, so we've decided to come and give a donation. Uh, yeah. Do you want to just stick it in a box at the end? Oh no, dear, no, dear. We've we've got a tanker out the front. Just have you got like a mason jar or something? We can just pop that all in. Mason jar for a tanker. Yes, we're donating seventy-five thousand gallons of sherry. We just had it kicking about. See, we didn't panic buy. You see, we bought slow and steady over time over the years. Indeed, this is half a century's worth of sherry. And now it's all for you, the needy masses. Yeah, according to their needs. Exactly, because nothing will make the self-quarantine go by faster than being off your face. Indeed, it'll definitely help with the social isolation, won't it? Oh, yes. yes. For all I know, you could be sat right next to me, I wouldn't have a clue. Indeed, socialist oh. chariot is dear. Questions, Sam, uh, have questions. Ask questions. Uh, first question comes from Future Fishy. Uh, they ask, 
What feature slash mechanic would you implement in real life? Quick saves? Yeah, quick saves has got to be it, honestly. Quick saves. Um, infinite money cheats. We can completely yeah. destroy the concept of money. Fast travel. Fast, fast travel. Ah. Yeah. Portals? Uh, portals. Infinite uh, inventory space. Oh, gosh. Pockets. Yeah. <laughs> Pockets. <laughs> I want Pockets. <laughs> Uh, Arachnovolt, Silk Mange Matron's asset asks, uh, you've been gifted with Maxwell's, Maxwell's notebook from Scribblenauts. Now that you possess an item capable of spawning slash summoning many different objects and or people written in it, and it lets you add slash give adjectives to anything, yeah. what is the first thing you would do? Tentacled Jane. Oh. <laughs> I'd like to subscribe to this content. I'm glad I got you on the first guess. Mm. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> um, do you have any suggestions? Oh, Did not you... anymore. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, only tentacle Jane now. Uh, <laughs> um... <laughs> Financially well-off Laura. <laughs> Rich Laura, so that I can then donate all that money to people in need. Um, broke Jeff Bezos. <laughs> uh, uh, broken, uh, non-existent capitalism. Uh, Jeff Bezos hunting bees. <laughs> Actually, wasps. The bees have had enough. Wasps, we need the bees. Earwigs. Earwigs. Earwigs only for Bezos. <laughs> Uh, Jane's Dungeon Kitty asks uh, You have the power to control one politician for a week What do you do? Destroy their career? Oh well yeah but the question is While is... introducing socialism? Yeah yeah. I feel like it's got to be Trump or, or, or Boris And you've got to basically go Hey executive order Socialism now And then you know Leak all of the, the the secrets they've been hiding about how they did all them crimes. Mm-hmm. Could I could I also have a go at Putin while I'm at it? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Make all that less. Mm. <laughs> uh, Tricky asks, do you have any tips uh, for attending Pride events with kids and involving them rather than just spectating? Have you come across good slash bad examples? I mean, it depends. If they're I... queer kids, you you can see about like whatever local groups, and maybe they can yeah. go on a float or something, there or are... go on a march and yeah. do a wave. There are some nice like get them on a float or or you know march I... as part yeah. of the thing. If you're going to one of the bigger ones, like say London Pride, for example, be very aware that it's a hugely overwhelming situation, and like your kids are going to get real tired real fast. Because mm-hmm. as an adult, I find it fucking tiring. Um... You know, stuff like Trans Pride uh, Brighton, I think, is like definitely quieter. You could probably get away with more. Probably yeah, I mean, there's you... a lot of shouting on the way up, up there. But yeah. Um, yeah, like if you attended after the march and yeah. just went to the, the like the park bits, yeah, like, you can still get very involved with that. And there are like families that go along to that. Yeah, like I know Trans Pride Brighton has like a family f- uh, specific area in the mm-hmm. park and stuff yeah. like that. But quiet spaces and like lower yeah. sensory spaces and non-smoking I, areas. A lot of a lot of kids love if they can get invited up on like the big bus to wave at everyone. They find it um, amazing. But also, you know, your kids, how are they going to deal with a big crowd? Mm-hmm. I think that's the best advice I have from the outside. Yeah. Um, 
like yeah they, I mean they very often do like family events yeah also toilets will have infinitely long queues and be aware of that if you're bringing small children who may not be able to wait as long to access a bathroom nappies for all I mean, probably. <laughs> it's the Disneyland rule. It's like, I know that you're toilet trained, kid, but you're not toilet trained here. <laughs> you're not an hour in the queue, toilet trained. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I've spent too long in a, in a, in a queue at Brave Before. I never actually pissed myself, but like, just oh, I, I am very uncomfortably full of I've, weed. I've been, I've been on the borderline. I can see in sepia. <laughs> Uh, Becky too, Hill. Hi, Becky! Hi! Uh, Trevor Johnson are drowning nearby. You only have time to save one of them. Do you eat your sandwich now or wait till the noise stops so that you can enjoy it in peace? <laughs> um, I'll wait until I can enjoy it in peace. I mean, I was thinking I just might use them as somewhere to put my feet up <laughs> while I enjoy my sandwich. No, then you run the risk that they will grab your feet and pull themselves to safety. That's alright, I can kick them off. <laughs> Uh, Catelyn Turner asks, uh, as you previously mentioned, you occasionally like to go back and revisit content you've previously enjoyed. Are there any tips for doing so? Because for me, 90% of the time, the second time I remember what happens, my brain checks out and I can't re-enjoy it. I think this is just a brain thing. Yeah, I, I feel like we are both n not neurotypical. We have we have neurodivergences that make us obsessively re-go through things that we already know because repetition of things we already know is comfort. Mm -hmm. And I know for a lot of people it's like, no, I just fundamentally would rather do something new because if I know what's going to happen, what's the point? But I'm like, that's the point. The point is I know it. And I don't have to feel stressed because it's comforting because yeah. I know it. Like, as a kid, I repeatedly watched the same three movies over and over and over and over yep. again. When I got old enough to go to the cinema, I went, found a film I liked, and I would watch it over and over and um, over again to the point of near bankruptcy. Yeah. Uh, for about four years, um, I listened to Harry... and Yeah, Grumble Grumble yeah. at the author now. But Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets on audio cassette. Mm -hmm. I just went through from start to finish, and as soon as I finished, I would start back from the start, and yep. I just listened to it every night for four years. Yeah. Because my brain craves... Repetition and comfort and things it knows. Yep. yep. And um, I think that's just our brains. I don't I think, think there's that, advice we can give. Yeah, and I, I know some people that are just like, no, I know what's going to happen. I don't enjoy it. And I think it helps that I've got quite a bad memory as well. Yeah. And it's got worse as I've got older. I've, you know, there have been films where I've gone, I used to watch this obsessively, but now I haven't seen it like oh. as an adult. Yeah. And I'll watch that film back and usually go, mmm. Yeah, oh, that's a problematic film that I used to watch a lot. I I I really am a comfort media person, mm -hmm. and it's just I think it is just because of all the autism up there. <laughs> all the autism. All, all that autism. It makes it real easy to just loop a thing. Yeah. I will routinely just go. I like this one song. I'm going to play it for four until weeks. Until I'm sick of it. I'm going to play it for like six weeks and then when I'm sick of it I'll rotate to one other and I'll come back to it when the second when the yep. second one is I'm bored of I'll go back to the first. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Shane asks um, what's your Power Ranger colour? Oh. Oh, blue. I feel like it's going to be blue. Uh, green, I guess. 
I, or pink. Yeah. Here's the problem. Judging off of that show, if you have a neon-coloured hair colour, it has to be the colour you transform. Because you're only allowed one primary colour as a Power ah, Ranger well, when you're I at a costume. Well, I guess I'm the Ranger now. Yeah. If you have a primary colour, that's, that's what you are now. Mm-hmm. They need to be able to know when you're out of costume which one you are. Uh, Larry Yelling NB uh, asks, if an overly, an overly cute character or piece of media destroys you emotionally, would that be a tactical nuke? <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Uh, Bud asks, oh. uh, what's your theme tune sound like? Greetings, Were they asking about us as individuals rather than the show? I assume. As soon as we started humming it, I was like, wait, why would they ask what the show's theme tune is? I'm sorry, I'm tired. Oh, I was going for it because I thought it was funny. It is literally our theme tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, my theme tune is Hard Cash by Miracle of Sound. Hang on, that's a different podcast. <laughs> You'll be saying it's something by OC Remix next. <laughs> um, I don't know if I have an answer for this. I'm too tired to think of one. Oh, Do you have an answer for this? Um, I mean, before I realised that they, they're potentially a bit problematic, I would have said um, uh, Professor Elemental all in together. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I cannot think of a single song I've ever heard. It's been a long day. <laughs> so Aww. I'm going with the Queer and Pleasant Strangers theme tune. It's, I'm sleepy. <laughs> and it's not even time for a nap before Dad's funk. Oh, sweet. Oh, I'm so sorry. I need this persona of you to be out of the way. <laughs> so maybe you should go and talk to your own counsellor and stop virtual ones. Yes, but but if I don't talk to the virtual counsellor enough times that I won't get the the the, the new content in the video game. <laughs> uh, Rob Shuthoff asks, could you please invent some new swears, single and multiple words? I feel like it needs some fricatives. Yeah. So you got your f and your k. Shh. Kfuf. Kfuf. Oh, you kfuffer. Kfuffer. You kfuffer. You kfuffer. You kfuffer. Yeah, you kfuffer. You. You kfuffer. Zumblark. Zumblark. Yeah, you. Oh. Just kfuffing all over the place, isn't it? Kfuff you. Well, kfuff you right in the paws. Kfuff, I think, is the one we've settled on. I like kfuff. Kfuff. Uh, <laughs> could do that with my mouth guard in. No. Uh, Maggie J Evans asks, "Are there any video game genres you feel don't get enough attention?" Hmm. Um, puzzle uh, games. Puzzle games. Like, I feel like they get attention, but they're all I, they're generally it's... considered to be sort of like. I casual. I feel like the same handful of five or six get attention over and over and over again. And I Tetris think is really good. It is really good, but like I think that it's really hard for someone new to break into the puzzle game space and do successfully. Yeah, I guess. But I, th- I, I feel like you have to really hit on something for that. Yeah. Like Match Trees was a big thing that's been done to death. Like they've they've tried to do interesting things with Tetris and it's never really worked. Outside of the purity of, here are the Tetraminos, you know. I don't know. Tetris, Tetris effect, and Tetris ninety nine are both pretty great. 
But, like, they haven't, like, intrinsically changed the core of the game. Uh, maybe. They've presented it in different ways. Well, Tetris Effect had that thing where you could slow down time. And you could potentially get an entire screen clear of Tetrises at once. Yeah. That was a, that was a new mechanic. Yeah. But, like, the heart of it is still very much yeah. the same. Um, yeah, puzzle games, point and clicks. Um, yeah, I feel, I feel like everything else is pretty well done. Like, there are only so many people that like Sims. Yeah. Text adventures. Text Maybe adventures. Maybe a little text adventure like Festy Quest. As a, as, a as a treat. Go check out Festy Quest. Go check out How Festy can they Quest. check out Festy Quest? They can, they can send me some money on patreon.com Do slash Radio. And check out Festy Quest. Yeah, you can get a free copy of Festy Quest. In fact, you if you wait 13 odd days, you, you can have a copy anyway. But you should support Jane on Patreon, though. If you like it, you can support me there on Patreon. I would super appreciate that. Um, yeah. Like, the games I like, I think, I don't think they can, you can't go back to that. It's like trying mm. to go back home after decades. You you just can't go back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at, what what was the uh, Thimbleweed Park? Yeah. Like, yeah, to return to the old Maniac Mansion stuff. It's like, mm, it, no, it didn't quite work. If anything, it was really frustrating in a bad way. Yeah. So that is all the questions. Well, then. Time for this. Time for this. Hmm. Do you know what I want to see more of? What do you want to see more of? Brutal Justice Warriors. Brutal Justice Warriors? Yeah. yeah. Alright, hey. Alright, Barry. How you doing? Oh, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Yeah, yeah. You've been uh, doing alright with the whole uh, situation that's been going down? Well, you know, it's been a bit tough. You know, I'm quite a social creature and uh, obviously people are sort of splintering off a bit more, but... Uh, have made uh, you know a bit of time with playing some some stuff online, you know, yeah. getting the old Skype calls on. Yeah, finding ways to uh, socialise at distance, in it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, I, I, I've been thinking, I've been thinking this week. I, I've you know, I've got some stuff in the coming weeks and months. I was quite excited about that would have been you know outside the house. Oh, and, same, uh, mate, same. You know. I've, I've had to start, you know, seriously thinking, okay, even if X event doesn't get cancelled, is it really ethical for me to go along, you know, having those yeah. kind of conversations uh, with myself? And, uh, yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a tough thing when, it, obviously, when you feel well and you don't feel ill and, you you know, you don't feel like you're going to spread a disease, yeah. uh, it's real easy to go, ah, disease hasn't reached me yet, I could, you know, go to a party or whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, d- during a period where, you know, self isolation is being recommended because obviously people can transmit uh, coronavirus without having symptoms visible yeah it's it's real important to just go i feel fine but i'll take the advice stay home be you know even if you really want to go out yeah absolutely yeah you know you gotta be uh careful make sure that uh you know even if you're not if you're asymptomatic or not yeah. showing any signs you know you don't know that you could be carrying it and that is that is the real danger with this one, because you could really be spreading it around and just like, well, you know, they seem all right to me. I, 
hung out with friends at the weekends and yeah. you know there, it was a, perhaps a larger group than usual <clears throat> perhaps in fact because we've all had to sort of be socially isolated as a result of this and you know you just don't know what's been spread around especially at this early stage of this you know maybe yeah. in a couple of weeks we can go well yeah they haven't been interacting with anyone they haven't you know but nothing yeah. they're probably alright or you know you know if we reach a point in the coming weeks where like testing is more readily available yeah. and uh, we start if we've got vaccines and whatnot we can maybe return to that but if you feel sensible to at the very least like limit the number of people you are seeing absolutely being selective about it not not going to situations where you don't know who you're seeing and what who they might have yeah, seen yeah you know wouldn't go to it just like a public event yeah exactly and you know it, it guts me to say that as someone who you know i'm very much looking forward to some uh some some gigs in the summer i was really open yeah, for concerts exposed yeah well, I've I've already written off a couple, assuming like I'm assuming Comic Con's probably uh, you know probably going to be cancelled. Yeah, and... I mean I know uh, Brighton's been delayed at the very least. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's just a case right now of just I know I know that you'd be everyone's a bit itchy to get on with life and to not let this hold them back, but you got to take the advice where you can and try and you know because you might be carrying it and not know. Or people you've seen might be carrying that and not know. You've just got to be sensible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right, do you fancy that? Uh, I mean, we probably shouldn't, right? Probably shouldn't, you know. Probably shouldn't have the hug. I'll tell you what, I'll just sort of... Yeah, we'll make a hug motion from other sides of the room, you know. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah, hug. Ah, uh, continue with hug. Yeah, good old air hug. Yeah. Right, do you fancy that uh, cup of tea? Cup of tea, mate. Yeah, cup yeah, I'll probably get them. After washing my hands. Indeed. With soap. For at least 20 seconds. Indeed. Mm. So, Laura? Me? Where can we find you on the internet, darling? Laura K. Buzz in all the places. Oh, yeah, Laura K. Buzz on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon. That's the one that pays the bills. Uh, LauraKBuzz.com. Everything I post gets, gets posted there, be it written articles, freelance features, videos, podcasts. Uh, I did a piece on sci-fi about Kipo and the the Age of Wonder Beasts, and uh, two of the creators on that shared it, and that was real cool. Uh, you can check that out on laurakbuzz.com. Um, I've got some books. There's Uncomfortable Labels, which is a book about being gay and trans and on the autism spectrum. It's out now where books are sold, or you can get it as an audiobook at laurakbuzzstore.com. Uh, there's also Things I Learned from Mario's Butt, which is a silly and serious uh, book of um, video game character butt Butts. reviews with a bunch of artwork in it. I got to see all the artwork Ooh. laid out and it looks really cool. Oh, shit. It's, it's looking real cool. Um, oh, that's that's going to be out in October, maybe a bit earlier if you back it on Unbound. Uh, if you'd like to get your name printed in the back of the book... You've got until the end of March to back the book on Unbound. Oh, shit. Uh, you will still be able to purchase it like when it comes out at the end of the year, you know, in shops and whatnot. But shops you and your... whatnot. Yeah, do you want your name in the back of a book? Go, go pick up a copy on Unbound in the next, like, week and a half, two weeks. I did a while ago. Yeah. I I will have to show I have to send you uh, the, the, the thing to look at oh, soon. You'll have to send me a copy soon. Yeah, well... <laughs> It, it's coming up close. It's, what, like six months now? Gosh. Yeah, I'm ready for our house to be completely full of copies. Of yeah, there's going to be like there's gonna be like 800 copies of the book <laughs> in the house. That's going to be weird. Um, other than that, I'm on a bunch of podcasts. I am on Pixel Squirt. Uh, it is a podcast I do with Mari and Stacey from Geek Remix, where we review video game character pornography. 
Uh, I do a show called Tonal Whiplash where I ask alternating serious and silly questions to various guests. Um, I am on Podquisition where we tell you whether your favourite video games are great or perfect and usually talk a fair bit about politics. Um, I mean, what? What we just talk about video games? <laughs> uh, and I am on Dice Funk, which is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I'm on seasons three, four, five, six, and soon season seven. Uh, every season is a self-contained story, so hop in wherever you like. <sighs> what about you, Jane? Where are you on the internet? Me, I'm uh, Maniac Janiac on Twitter and YouTube. I can also be found as Janiac.Redbubble.com, where you can get. My all new t-shirts, including oh. You Must Be At Least This Tall To Ride The Looming Mistress and Wealth Inequality Solutions. Mm. The answer is a guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you can check out my new creations over there, which I'm very happy with. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I've got a Patreon, patreon.com slash stonedmonkeyradio. I'm also stonedmonkeyradio slash Magnet on SoundCloud, mm-hmm. where you might be listening to this now. I also stream on Twitch, uh, Janiac, J-A-N-E-I-A-C, mm-hmm. on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Usually, I will be back to that by the time you're listening to this. Heck! So, yeah, I stream in the evenings, well, uh, Tuesdays usually sort of half nine, ten o'clock p.m. UK time, mm-hmm. and Thursdays uh, about eight o'clock. Yeah. About eight o'clock p.m. UK time. Yeah, you can check all that stuff out. And I think that's everything. All the important stuff. I could be wrong. Yeah. Ah. Thank you very much for joining us. Laura. Laura. Yeah. Laura. Yeah. I think it's out, darling. Until next time, be a stranger. I will. Be- because of social distancing. Mm-hmm.